Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right. Chances are, if you're listening to my podcast today, you are a social seller of some aspect. You're in business, you're online somehow. Do you want to find more business builders in less time to 10X your business without playing the daily Instagram and Facebook game? Are you tired of being on the hunt daily for new customers of your product to then try to bait and switch them? You know what I'm talking about. To be interested in building a business with you. I have been there. The biggest mistake I see that slows down the expansion and stability of a social seller's business is that they spend way too much time recruiting on media for consumption of their company's products and way too little time in direct conversations with like-minded professionals that would love to actually hear about the business opportunity at hand. I then see so many painstakingly trying to drag customers through the sand to catch the vision of a business model that the consumer has no interest in, wasting time and getting burnt out. Can you relate? If you know my story, you know I've been there and since cracked the code and now drive a highly profitable social selling business 100% off of LinkedIn. Imagine finding with ease customers highly motivated for what services you have to offer to grow them, their business, or to become a business partner with you. That's what you will hear from my students who've gone through my previous LinkedIn method trainings. You don't have to look far. I am so excited for the birth of my brand new academy that has been built out based off of the success and the feedback of my previous students who graduated from my programs. So introducing to you the LinkedIn Method Academy. In this six-month academy, you will learn to become a business recruiting master on LinkedIn to 10X your business, transform how you brand yourself as the business owner that you are, and master attraction marketing that results in prospects begging to get into your calendar to learn more about what you have to offer. The LinkedIn Method Academy is a first of its kind. It's an ick free social sellers recruiting method dream. We take away all the spammy tactics that you've been taught on Insta and Facebook. And I teach you how to position yourself as the professional business owner that you are. I teach you how to professionally build your business brand, create an ideal network and pipeline generation that creates massive momentum and a funnel of weekly calls with viable, motivated humans who are eager to learn more about what you have to offer. It's high touch coaching, on-demand learning vault that's uniquely customized to meet you exactly where you are on your LinkedIn journey. And we have a dynamic Facebook community with ongoing live training, performance labs and workshops, and hot seat coaching to support your six-month journey to owning LinkedIn. 
You also get assigned a personal concierge who will stay with you through the entire program to support you and hold you accountable. Did I mention that there'll also be polished top selling social sellers who went before you and are now mentors to share best practices and give feedback in the academy? Guys, this is unprecedented and peerless. There's nothing else out there like this. Think immersion in a community that is the utmost professional and results driven that will help raise your own bar of performance along the way. Do I have your curiosity? Come check out our free five-day LinkedIn method workshop streaming live on our Facebook page, Burnt Out to All Out. Starting October 19th, we'll be kicking off a five-day workshop completely free with tips and tricks. Now, if you're just eager to get started and enroll today, you don't want to wait, go to our academy. Go to www.livethefreelife.co www.livethefreelife.co enroll by October 25th and save 20% as an early bird. Now there's limited seats. I'm doing that on purpose. I want to keep it high vibe and high touch. All right. So what are you doing in these final months of 2020 to create your trajectory for 2021? If you're looking to 10 extra lead generation for business in 2021 through a step-by-step process of proven methods, condensing time and driving results, you found the right home. I hope to see you in the Academy. Hey gang, Melissa Hanal here. I am so excited for this episode, something I've been speaking a lot about over on LinkedIn. And I think it's very relevant to everyone. By the end of this podcast, I hope that you're able to pause and really just reflect and have a call to action for yourself and moving forward. So stay tuned all the way till the end for your call to action. So guys, has this year been a year of disruption? Has it? I mean, I think we can qualify or (laughs) quantify 2020 thus far as a year of disruption. And this podcast episode today is all about, are you surviving 2020? Or are you thriving? Are you thriving in 2020? Are you a victim of what has happened in 2020? Or are you a victor, right? So that's what this conversation today is going to be all about. See, the interesting thing about disruption is that we know historically when people experience disruption, they focus on what they can control, right? And that's what this is going to be all about today. It's interesting. If you look at the statistics in February of 2020, the unemployment rates were at an all-time low of 3.5%. However, startling, a startling statistic here is that 70% of employees were not happy at work. We're not happy. It's interesting You look back to February and where we are today and what transpires when you have 70% of the workforce who wasn't really happy with what they were doing in the first place and then experiencing mass disruption in everything they've ever known as normal, right? What it does is it causes business owners, it causes employees, it causes everyone to start thinking a little bit differently. You know, I'll pause to ask you, have you started thinking a little bit differently? Have you approached just life a little bit differently this year? Are you an employee? 
have you reflected upon your career and where maybe you could make a change or a pivot, right? So here's the thing. When disruption happens, again, business owners, employees, no matter who you are, stay-at-home moms, <laughs> reflect and think about how can I be doing things differently? You know, for the entrepreneur, it may look like what can I control is the controllables that drive revenue, right? How can I do an overall assessment of the activities in my business and what's driving revenue and let me focus on what I can actually control there, right? And then where are you wasting your time? I know I'm speaking from experience because I had to do this and we'll talk a little bit more about this and later on in the podcast, but really assessing where am I wasting time? Because time is so precious right now when it comes to productive time outside of juggling my children and their schoolwork, right? Towards the end of last year and then no schoolwork, just having them in the house all summer because there was literally nowhere for them to go. So time is precious. And ultimately, I think many of us entrepreneurs were challenged to really cut the fat to really just get rid of the dead weight. And when I say cut the fat and dead weight, it's not even just the activities within your business, but also relationships, right? Relationships in your business, the people that you're partnering with, the people that you lead, but also toxic relationships maybe in your sphere of your community. When you're literally cut down into quarantine life where you have to be highly selective as to when you're gonna spend time with people and how you're gonna do it, you get really, at least me, you get really protective and selective over what type of energy and what type of human being is going to get that time with me, right? So for the employee, and a lot of you guys listening into this podcast are budding entrepreneurs that are still working your nine to five, I would gather that many of you, you know, in the midst of furloughs, hours cut, job losses, concerns of job losses here in the future, we go back to that statistic of 70% of people unhappy. Many of you are probably thinking, well, shoot, <laughs> I wasn't happy anyway. Like, what can I do differently here? What am I longing to do differently? In the midst of quarantine life, I know it's been tough juggling the kids, but maybe you're enjoying the family dinners more nights of the week. Maybe you're enjoying not having to put pants on to go to work. Maybe you're enjoying not having to commute into and out of a city, right? And it disrupts your thinking. And it's a time when people are open-minded and thinking about recreation and what can I do differently. The outcome of disruption, although hugely detrimental to be in this worldwide pandemic, the outcome, the disruption of this whole process, the output are better businesses. The output are better leaders. The output are people with a clear mind in execution of what they truly want to do, right? If you guys know me, you know I choose to see the world and the glass as half full. I don't let an opportunity like a pandemic get me down. We look for how do we thrive, not survive. How do we thrive? I'll ask you guys, this is kind of going to bring me into kind of an exercise I'm going to walk you guys through that I've done for myself. And I really want to challenge you when we're done with this podcast to take some quiet time to do this for yourself. And that is over this past year of disruption, what have you realized that you are truly 
capable of? Like, what have you just absolutely surprised yourself and looked back and have you even paused to think about it? Have you been in survival mode since February or March and you haven't even paused to look back and think about, you know what? I'm a pretty strong human being to endure and survive and adapt and do what I've done over the past couple of months to move forward. Have you been the victim? Have you been playing the victim? Or are you playing the victor? You know, because the thoughts that are in our head, the words that come out of our mouth become our reality. So if you've been moping along through 2020, complaining for the past three quarters or at least two about woe is me or I'm the victim or every excuse under the sun as to why you're not succeeding, why you're not pursuing, right? You're playing the victim. And when you take those thoughts and put them out to the world, whether you're complaining on social media, whether you're complaining to your family, you're going to live that out. If you're wondering why 2020 has sucked for you, it's because of your mindset and you've already succumbed to 2020 as owning you and it being a sucky year. And those thoughts, thoughts are so powerful. Thoughts transcribe and move forward into everything. What's between our ears comes out of our mouth and becomes our actions. Actions don't happen without thought, right? I want to say that again. Actions do not happen without thought. So what you are telling yourself between your ears this year is what your result is. So I'm being a little bit tough love right now, but if you're looking back on 2020 and you're not proud of what you've achieved, you're not proud of what you've overcome, what have you been telling yourself all year? Now, there's a large portion of you, if you really pause and think about it and look back on this year thus far, you can be really damn proud that you've been able to lift off or operate and run a business, run your household, be homeschooling your children, right? And do it all with grace and gratitude that you're healthy that we're here and we have this opportunity to spend more time as a family and pause, right? Okay, so kind of off on a tangent with tough love there, but I want to get into this. I'm going to do this exercise myself because my business coach had me do this exercise. First, I couldn't really think of much and then it all just started pouring out. And I want you guys to do this. I want you to reflect what has happened in 2020. What has come up? What has been unique that you've adapted to, that you've done, that you've surprised yourself that you're capable of. So again, I'll start with many of us have learned towards the end of last year that we could adapt and be school teachers and business owners and parents and learn how to live in a household with maybe more with your spouse than ever before, right? Just dealing with a lot of humans all around you at one time, especially if you work from home like I have for quite some time. Guys, my world got rocked rocked. I had a quiet house from nine o'clock in the morning till four thirty or three thirty in the afternoon every day. And all of a sudden 
that went to five humans in my house. Talk about just the grocery consumption and filth and dirt on the floor, no less the chaos of the noise and the running around and my husband having his conference calls, me trying to have mine and us juggling our calendars. What have you overcome there? How have you adapted and learned? You can actually adapt and do that, right? And what have your kids learned from seeing you continue business as normal, operating and running and crushing your businesses, right? For the first time, maybe your kids are truly seeing you in action and asking questions about business and how you make money. Our kids are asking about the pool in the backyard, right? That that we're about to build. And they know that every time mommy gets on the phone or on the computer and she's coaching people, they are rooting me on because they know that mommy's working hard so that we can build a pool in the backyard, right? Okay. That's for one. So that is nugget number one that I personally and probably many of you have learned is that you can wear many hats in your household and keep moving, right? And and be an example for your kids. I know I have learned significant technologies this year in the midst of chaos, taking time to learn building my online business. I had to learn work with a web designer. I had to figure out sales marketing and copy. I had to learn new technologies to stream live. I'm doing a lot of my interviews for my podcast live on my Facebook page. Go check it out. Burn out to all that if you want to see the live interviews. I didn't know how to do that the year before. I had no idea how StreamYard worked. Email marketing. And so it's like the more I've learned, the more I've been willing to learn. And it's been a fun ride. Other things as I reflect on 2020, I'll go back to that launching of an online coaching business. I was not sure where this was going to go or where it was going to take me, especially in the midst of chaos. But I'm here to tell you that in eight months, my team and I launched a six-figure sales business in online coaching because what we found is that many people are home with time and interest in doing their own thing. So it was like the perfect storm of opportunity and there was no way I was going to let that just coast, right? And it's interesting because my husband and I early on when the pandemic hit, we had this kind of debate about, well, who's going to take a hit and spend more time with the kids, right? And initially my husband was like, well, you're the one with the flexible job and there's really no huge priority over you doing this stuff. Why don't you just pause it and pretty much do the kid thing until this whole thing's over and then you can pick it back up. And I'm like, no, you have, (laughs) we just live in such different worlds. I'm like, he's just not in the online space. And I'm like, you have no perspective over the actual opportunity right now for the hungry humans that I opened this podcast episode about that are re-questioning everything and are maybe going after their dreams with tenacity for the first time and they need coaching and they need someone to teach them how to be an influencer online on their platform. So all of that to say that one of the things I'm really proud of is that I didn't back down to my vision of where this business could go in spite of the pandemic, in spite of all of my children being home in the house, in spite of all of it, I could have so easily pushed it to the side. But seeing the opportunity and getting the results from the clients and knowing that this was going to be such a momentous opportunity to make massive change and help other people grow and scale, there was no way I was going to stop. So I will say that I was, I'm proud of that pushback. Sometimes you have to really stand up for yourself. Entrepreneurship 
can be somewhat of a lonely place. And I know a lot of you guys listening in, maybe you're the only one in your household who's like really going after your dreams and your spouse doesn't necessarily get it, right? You can't look to them to be your cheerleader all the time. You can't look to them to recognize all your hard work or what you, you know, your vision, because they don't live in it. They just don't. And so you have to have a backbone. And that's one of the things I've learned this year is very respectfully, with my husband saying, no, like, I don't think you understand. Like, this is my passion. Just like your career that you go to work for every day is your passion. Mine just happens to be from my house where the kids are, but I'm operating a big business that's bringing in massive revenue. And I don't want to stop because it's way beyond the money. It's what I love to do. And it's going to make me a happier, healthier parent to be pursuing my dreams and spending time with them at the same time. So we have to figure this out. And so we worked through finding a college student down the street who was able to come in a couple hours a day. So literally all summer, three to four days a week, I had three and a half to four hours to work my business. And that was it. That was it. Anything I needed to be done had to be done in those three to four hours in those couple of days a week. And that will get you really laser focused on what has an ROI on it and what's just a time suck that's not income producing. And that's for like a whole nother podcast. But I've had a lot of people say like, how are you launching a podcast, started a coaching business and crushing your network marketing business all at the same time? And why, how do you not work 36 hours a day? Right. And so we're going to talk about that on a whole nother podcast about time management because it's so important. I have learned so much in this pandemic with continually reassessing what's income producing, what's not, where I need to be spending my time and where I don't. Which brings me to kind of that delegation piece. And so I'll walk you through that here in just a second. Also launching the podcast, right? So I'm super proud about that. You guys are listening in. I think this is the second episode. So it's been a work in progress that I've just, it's like dessert for me. I do these on Fridays and it's like my favorite thing to do is just to hop on the mic and pour into my listeners, like what's on my mind. It's like my reward for the hustle during the week. I'm just so excited to be doing this. So how am I able to, in reflection of quarantine in 2020, how have I been able to, in summary, launch this podcast, launch an online business and actually be having some of the highest sales numbers I've ever had in my network marketing business. How is that possible in the midst of, of chaos? So I'll go back to trimming the fat and dead weight and trimming the fat with people and trimming the fat with process. Okay. Again, I'm going to be going into this with a whole nother podcast, but just the top surface of this, another episode, but the top surface of this is, you know, reassessing in my network marketing business. Who am I dragging through the sand? Am I spending, how many people am I like constantly reminding, hey, we've got this team call, constantly reminding, hey, don't forget X, Y, Z. We've got this overview coming up. How many people am I trying to convince that they're worthy, convince that this business is worth it? And I realized that energetically, these people aren't operating on the same frequency as me. And when I jump down to their frequency, it brings me down. It brings my energy down. And we really get nowhere. We get nowhere, right? And so I quickly realized this year that I needed to stop trying to bring along people 
who are just not in the headspace to come along. There are a number of people who were hit with this pandemic and have been overwhelmed with life and it's not become a priority for them on my team to pursue this business. And instead of me spending my energy trying to convince them otherwise, and some of you may or may not agree, I might hurt some feelings here on the people who listen to this podcast, but my response is to just go find more people, find new people with high vibe using my own attraction marketing methods on LinkedIn, just continually looking for people who are operating on my vibration. There's over 60 million Americans in the workforce right now looking for something else because they've been laid off. So instead of dragging dead weight, instead of being in the realm of convincing in a low energy, I'm just out looking for higher energy and bringing and injecting that high energy into my network marketing team and stop dragging people along, but rather just make it public. This is when my coaching calls are. This is when I'm available, right? And if you show up for my coaching calls, then I will make myself available for you for one-off coaching when you need it. But if you're not showing up for what's being offered and you're coming up with excuses for why things don't work for you, I don't have time for you. I just don't, right? Protect your time, protect your energy, right? Because finding those high vibe people is gonna make you operate at a higher vibe. Spending time on that low vibration, trying to convince people is going to bring you into burnout with your organization and make you tired of doing it versus constantly finding the new people who are really energetic and excited to do what you're doing and pouring into the runners that are consistently showing up and have been for however long you've had your business, right? So that's one thing. But the other one is the process piece, right? So the process with your business, the process with how you operate your business or your home. I can even really get into that. Again, all for another podcast, but finding ways to outsource. And I know for me this year, finding ways to outsource things that did not give me joy or was not my zone of genius has created so much more free time for me to jump on something like a podcast on a Friday. Like I said, that's like dessert for me. It's, I look forward to it and I have the bandwidth because I've learned to delegate responsibilities to others and find other people who it's their zone of genius to do things better than me. And again, for another podcast. So the other thing I have learned in disruption of 2020 is that I'm including my kids more than ever. I don't know about you guys, but I used to wake up early in the morning to get my workouts in before everybody got up. And in the midst of quarantine, when I literally had three or four hours a couple days a week to work my business, it wasn't enough time to launch a new coaching business, get ready for the new podcast, operate my network marketing business. It wasn't enough time. Instead of getting up at 5 a.m. and going to the gym or working out because they're all closed anyway, I started getting to work right? I would spend 10 to 15 minutes with my coffee and my Bible and then go straight to work with the income producing activities that needed to be done for the day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because now my gym time becomes in the middle of the day over the summer where I actually am including my kids. The Peloton app, like why can't they join me in a 30 minute hit workout, right? Why can't my two-year-old hold the two pound dumbbell weights off my Peloton and dance to the music while I'm riding the bike? 
So they're seeing me be fit and they can join along with me during the day after the sitter is gone and I'm with my kids anyway, making it fun, right? Instead of making my kids the excuse, I've really kind of also just made them the reason for continuing to move forward with my health and move forward with my business to show them that, you know, mommy's self coping mechanism isn't going to be to just like eat a gallon of ice cream every day and not exercise anymore and see me wallow in my sorrows. Like what kind of example is that? Rather, let me show you kids how we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We continue to run this business. You can see mommy work. You can come in on the computer and say, hey, to my clients, you can exercise with me. This is a family friendly business and we're hustling so we can have that pool in the backyard. We're hustling so you can go to private school this year so that mommy can be on a podcast on a Friday afternoon in peace and quiet now because we can afford to put you in school, a private school, right? Because our public schools are shut down. I don't know about you guys. That has been a big aha for me this year is that I can include my kids more than I thought and give myself more personal time first thing in the morning versus crushing it, going straight to the gym, which is what I've always done. And in retrospect, I'm learning that about myself is that as much as I would go straight to a hard workout at 5am, I'm realizing now that a cup of coffee and personal development and breakfast before a workout is actually turns out to be a better workout, right? Okay, a couple more things I've learned and and then we're going to wrap up. But I've learned in all of this that I can play more with my kids and spend more time with my family and still be incredibly profitable. I think that part of that comes in line with the fact that I don't know about a lot of you other parents out there, but I was spending so many afternoons, especially I think about in the fall, running around to soccer practices, basketball practices, gymnastics. We had two soccer practices a week in gymnastics, and I've got three kids, so you're schlepping around, you know, a baby, to all this, I am just realizing that with the pause, we're having more like real conversations at the dinner table and more time to play. Like I've learned that my kids, there are certain games that they love to play like Monopoly or Yahtzee that we never played before because there was so many, we were overbooked for activity. So I've learned that stripping away some of the, like the shuffle, the activity shuffle has created harmony and happiness in our household. And while still being profitable in a business, last two things I've learned is that I can exercise. I don't need a gym. I do not need a gym. And this is coming from a gym whore who was a member of I'm still a member of Burn Boot Camp, Orange Theory. I've got two hot yoga studios that I love, but I've learned this year that I can make a hot yoga studio in my house and stream it, stream the hot yoga classes. I can ride my Peloton bike, but I love the outdoors. I can go for runs. I'm up to seven or eight miles now and it's peaceful and I don't have to go into an air conditioned building with someone screaming at me to get a phenomenal workout and be at peace with myself and nature. And the last thing I've learned is that I will never grocery shop ever again. I don't know about how many, how many of you guys are doing the online grocery delivery service. I used it a lot before, but I use it a hundred percent now for efficiency. So, you know, like I said before, time management and my ninja planning was just like totally critical for getting through the first three quarters of 2020 and making it just a smashing success. And that'll be that time management piece will be one of my next upcoming podcasts. But 
in closing today, what I really want to have you reflect on, I want you to go through the exercise I just went through. And I, I walked you through a lot of that out loud just to help you continue to get to know me and my journey, but also to get you to start brainstorming your own environment this past year and where you can relate and what you've overcome. When you reflect over this past year, what have you learned about yourself that you're proud of? How will it impact you moving forward? Okay. I want you to come to the burnout to all out Facebook page. And I'd love after you hear this podcast and you've thought about it, I want you to share with us. What have you learned about yourself? What resiliency has come out of this for you? And how are you moving forward in 2021? Yes. 2021 is around the corner, right? What are you doing And here's the thing, 2020 isn't over. So if you're hearing this podcast and you were the victim and you aren't the victor, 2020 is not over yet. I love this analogy about the arrow that sometimes, you know, how does an arrow move forward? It has to be pulled back in order to be propelled forward. So if you've been pulled back this year, know that you can take that pullback and have it take you into a trajectory forward from what you've learned to prepare you in quantum leaps in 2021, right? Your setback can be your comeback, okay? 2020 is not over. You still have a quarter left. What are you doing to prepare yourself for the trajectory of 2021? I'm constantly telling my network marketing team and my coaching clients The next year, 2021, it will be your destiny and success and momentum in 2021. The tone for that is being set right now. Everything you do, quite honestly, between now and late November, what is your plan? How is 2021 going to be different? What major action are you going to take to achieve those goals? What setback is going to make you come back? like that arrow, that bow and arrow, right? So again, 2020 is not over. Know that the holidays, though, are literally around the corner. What are you doing to take action, be the victor of 2020, so that you can leap into 2021 with all the learnings you've you've had, all the, the pride and what you've overcome, and an incredible plan, to crush 2021. That's it, gang, till our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.